welcome back everyone to my podcast uh i've this is like the fifth time i'm doing the intro it's kind of weird because um now i have this uh kind of a new setup i'm actually like kind of sitting outside basically which is like super risky because there's going to be a lot of background noise i hope there isn't but um i kind of changed up my setup in the way that um i'll be able to like look outside and it like allows me to think better i believe rather than just sitting inside my room i also have an external mic here um which was such an unbelievable gift from somebody i know um and i love it so much it's so cool to use because now it's like i'm actually a podcaster and it's like this one of these external mics where i can like lift it and hold it it's super cool but yeah uh, forgetting that um we'll move on to the episode um so today's episode is actually going to be um a pretty interesting one i believe uh, not something that i usually do the reason is that um we will be going into more of these um how do i say this astrological or physiological kind of world where we talk about a few different things um if you guys did see the title i believe it's probably going to be something around dr phil um those of you guys who do not know about dr phil that's like super shocking because um nowadays everyone uses instagram and even if you guys do use it there's like in some way or the other regardless of your suggestions you will see dr phil um he is one of the most well known and trusted mental health professionals in the world which is even written in his website and um he is now the uh, host of daytime tv's or top rated program in many states and countries um dr phil and it almost has 20 seasons i think now which is crazy to think about like 20 whole seasons for a show is huge i mean yes there are shows that do have more and will obviously have a lot of seasons that run but for a show like dr phil's that's incredible because um for each episode he goes ahead and analyzes individuals people who have um had a not a bad childhood but a different childhood you could say where um they went wrong in some way or they started doing something and they were psychologically affected um or the thought process itself was altered um due to um various reasons if you guys do not know about it um watching an episode will definitely give you a lot of insight um dr phil has a lot of good advice to give as he's actually um a medical professional at the end of the day and his show is so big that i think off camera alone he's like spent over 35 million dollars to help um people like these to actually move on from it So yeah, Dr. Phil is a great man and he also makes a lot of money off it to say the least. And the reason why I wanted to talk about him was because I think um even even uh, like when I was looking at Instagram, I did see uh one of the reels and it was actually about this um girl. This is I think this is quite an old episode where she tells Dr. Phil that she is over um $20,000 in debt and she's like around $25,000 I believe. somewhere around like $24,700 I believe is the exact amount you can go and check it for yourself her name is Sherilyn she's 19 years old and she's already in $25,000 in debt and she even maxed out all of her 17 credit cards and um she could have paid them off and she should have paid them off but instead she just goes ahead and throws all the bills away which is like what <laughs> yeah she just chose to ignore the issue Um so basically after she just maxes out a credit card and finishes all of the um allowed amount on it allowed credit on it she just goes ahead and throws the bills and moves on to the next card and um she actually even went um so far to the length where she blamed her mother 
and um, says that it's her behavior, that she um, gave me everything since I was born, hence why I was raised into this. And I believe that I could always have everything. Sure, to a certain extent, um, you can blame your parents for this. But when your parents are giving you everything since you're born, at that point, yes, you may be spoiled, but it's your choice on how you want to spend it. And obviously, without a doubt, your parents will tell you how to spend it. And even if you don't, there is the common sense that comes in from seeing the people around you and how they spend their money. Learning the importance of money is such a big deal, especially in current society, as everything is raising in prices. We are the, the whole society is uh, constantly um, going through inflation, where so many jobs are eventually going to reach the point where it's not sufficient to just have one job. And a lot of people are going to be forced to take up several jobs at a time because that's how much um, economy is rising. That's how much um, every product's value is increasing, even education. If you have kids, um, students' education is so much more than it usually used to be. Not only do students have to go to school, they have to go to separate coaching centers to learn and study um, for separate exams. Not only that, if they have to go to college, there are also many college preparations that are undergone. There are different kind of schools for them. So it's incredible the amount of money that's spent on education alone. And that's just education. Imagine all the other stuff about about living and uh, living costs, um, health costs, all of those costs are always going to rise up. And um, excluding that, those are just your needs. Imagine your wants. If you want to go out for food one day or if you want to get a car, those costs are also going to stack up and pile up. And in the end of the day, you'll be in debt because you cannot make that much money because of how much everything costs. So yeah, it is important to understand the uh, how, how important like uh, money is. And a lot of that realization only strikes when you actually start making money because then you understand how much efforts you have to go through to get that money. But as a kid, there's definitely a lot of opportunity for you guys to look around and talk to others and learn about how difficult it is to actually get money. And even when you are given money, for example, for, as a girl like Sherilyn, who may have been spoiled a lot, she would also understand as her parents only give her a set amount of money. No one is going to give you infinite money and be like, here, go ahead and spend all of this. They're going to give you the option to. And at that point, you have to realize that um, this is a lot of money and what do I want to use it for? But then again, 17 max credit cards, there is obviously going to be a fault on the parents for not explaining it to her. But I believe that with all of the resources on the internet, you will at least, like when you go ahead and search about like buying stuff online, you will learn that um, spending this much is definitely not a good idea. And then again, um, Sherilyn, who is obviously um, a very dumb person and super spoiled, she just goes ahead and claims that the money that she owes isn't a lot and she could get a job to pay it off. Let me tell you guys, $25,000 is a lot. Like it's a lot, lot because you can buy several cars with it. It's a huge amount of money and getting a job to pay it all off isn't going to be easy at all. Because initially, like I said, when you do get, do get a job, you're only going to be making enough money to pay the amount of money you spend. So um, actually working a job at the, like, at the starting of your career isn't very profitable because um, most of the people who do even make enough money to like have extra to buy the wants, it's probably going to be better to save it because in the future you might need it in case of any emergencies. So actually spending money for what you want, there's going to be such a slim gap for that. And excluding that, the money that you need to pay off for loans is going to be incredibly hard. And um, if they are loans with interest, like most credit cards do have, then the amount is going to keep on rising. 
and with that pressure you'll not be able to work properly so it's definitely going to be a difficult thing to um, do and um, dr phil even said um, that he will uh, give her a check to clear up her debt and asked if she will return to school if her debt is cleared Sherilyn immediately starts tearing up and says yes i will uh, continue going to school if i am paid this money dr phil intelligently immediately rips up the bill and says that no i will not be giving it to you yes i really suggest you guys to go watch this um, episode it um, explains a lot about how important money is in society but it also explains um, how important it is to use it properly uh, you cannot just be feeding into your wants you, there is always going to be that constant amount of money you'll have to spend for your needs so it is important to remember that like how important money is the value of money especially in today's society and dr phil does a lot to like show it to you obviously it's a lot of self realization that goes through in that episode and a lot of you guys would be thinking like uh, if she's so spoiled she'll obviously be able to learn that like now that she doesn't have the debt she'll go to school and actually properly learn um well in that case you're actually wrong uh, i did i i did also think like that is surely an option that like if she's given the money she might actually have a retribution but then again it's you'll never learn the importance of money for someone who's been spoiled for so long and so much she'll just uh, take the money uh, pay off the loans and go back to her old streak because all of her credit cards will be reset again and she'll end up maxing it out again because she truly doesn't understand that it is her mistake like i said earlier she blamed her mother for this behavior and at the end of the day it is your fault you're the one spending the money and she has to realize that on her own so hence why dr phil goes ahead and um tears the bill because once she starts making that money and once she starts actually paying off that loan she'll understand how difficult it was to um actually make all that money and how much how easily she spent it all so it's definitely something that you have to experience by yourself and stuff like this um done by dr phil um is actually why a lot of people should watch the show not just for entertainment purposes but for actually um learning and gaining knowledge i believe that dr phil is probably like one of the um greatest people at this um because of his um psychological intelligence the way he um actually explains all of this is incredible so um definitely do suggest you guys to watch dr phil um no this is not an advertisement for dr phil i just um was really um intrigued by all of his ideas and all of the stuff that he prepares just to help out individuals like these because most of us will be like oh they can go and get help at a psychological hospital or they can go to like one of those mental people hospitals which is absolutely not true at all because these are issues that come up um in a lot of like parenting and a lot of like self individual um issues where it isn't exactly a psychological condition it's just that the way the person is so dr phil actually changing these people's lives is incredible because a lot of people will not go to these extents to do it um obviously yes he is making a lot of money off of it and hence he's also improving his own life but again his job is doing good to other people which is something that i definitely do believe that everyone should have as one of their job qualities even if you're a person from it you can always find a way to help out um other people because um in the society we live in right now a lot of people are very selfish and like i said making money is not easy so they're going to try and keep it all to themselves but there are many ways that you can help out society and as uh, the world is evolving um society is the one that will collapse first and as society collapses individual connections and everyone will start losing their minds and the, the eventually all humans will fall hence to keep society strong 
you should find your role in society and you should find a way to connect with other people in it. Um, yeah, that's actually a very interesting idea, you know, about like finding your role in society, finding your um, purpose in society. It's very interesting to think about because a lot of people do just assume that um, if you have more money, like why aren't they just spending it on society? The question is, even if you have enough money, would you spend it on society? Because your whole lifestyle will change, your whole ideals, everything will change. Um, even Elon Musk said that um, there are many times when he's depressed and that he literally does not know what to do. Why? Because he is a person who like, achieved almost every single one of his goals. He had a startup, sold it for a lot of money, made two other startups. And, and those two, like three, four startups have grown so big, SpaceX, Tesla, and whatnot, are all companies that have um, exponentially grown. And when he's um, reached that certain level, he once uh, even wanted to become the richest man in the world, and he did that as well. And those are the kind of people who have enough money but don't, don't have the time to spend it. Hence why you see him, he did that. He invested a lot into the trees program to benefit society. There's a lot of stuff that he does do for society that doesn't come out to us because um, at the end of the day, he is one of the richest people in the world. And when you have fame, you will also have hate. Hence why a lot of people will not talk about it, which is actually incredibly evil of society. Um, it's another thing that I do not believe in at all. Spreading positivity is one of the biggest keys in life. And I'm pretty sure I have talked about it in other episodes. If I haven't, then maybe another episode for it because it is one of my um, strongest ideals. So definitely there will be another episode where I talk about it and I'll make sure to uh, talk about it in depth. Okay, wow, we've already reached um, 13 minutes, which is kind of crazy because I did not think that it would go this long. I thought like the whole episode would only be 10 minutes, but I believe that we can go into another segment for this week's episode, which will be um, fortune telling. So yes, I believe I talked about zodiac science and stuff like that, um, all of the astrology behind it and whatnot. And today's episode is going to be it's going to be kind of similar to that. Uh, fortune telling is something that I didn't really want to touch upon because it's such to me at least um, it's such fictitious stuff. Like um, thinking that this is going to happen and preparing for that. Sure, there is uh, there are events that you can predict that can happen. And fortune telling is like as its name says, it is telling your fortune um, because it's not more of a prediction. They just say it outright that like this is going to happen on this day. And um, there are so many different forms of fortune telling. Now um, you even have the joke concept of fortune cookies, which is actually um, very serious in Chinese tradition. I believe you have the new tarot readings, which um, predict your future for a particular year. And to me, it's just like a lot of just hocus pocus, I believe, because even if you do know your future, there's no reason to exactly prepare for it when you can just do life normally. Like, it's not going to make a huge difference because let's say that like you know that um, uh, how do you say this? You're gonna you're gonna know that your house is going to go up for mortgage. Okay, like the landlord doesn't like you, and he's going to be taking your home away from you. Let's say that you know that a month in advance. You you go ahead and start looking for new uh, homes, but this can be done even after, even if you didn't know that information, the landlord does have to give you a certain amount of time to move out. And it's not worth the stress because now that you know that your home is up for mortgage, a lot of your decisions will change. You'll start living life differently. You'll obviously be very sad because you have to constantly look out for new houses and it's going to be on a very short deadline because you know that you have to move it out immediately. So in the case that that event does happen, it is not worth to know it anyways because... Um, it's still going to be very difficult to deal with regardless of when you know about it. 
So to me, fortune telling is just completely useless. And um, I'm not going to be going into more about like the pros of fortune telling or the cons of fortune telling, because to me, it's always just not going to be um, something that you have to be spending money on to like know your fortune. I mean, sure, it's kind of fun to do, I guess. I've even done like these random tests on like get to know your fortune for 2023 or whatever. But yeah, I, I, okay. I will say that I did do it before this episode because I just wanted to see like what it's all about. Trust me, I still don't believe in it at all. Um, there was also like this prediction about how I will go to space by 2027, I think is what it was said. And I was like, okay, sure. I have absolutely no interest in space. And even if there was like a tourist um, kind of thing to go to space, definitely wouldn't opt for it. Not going to be wasting my money like that. Um, but yeah, um, anyways, today's episode, I wanted to talk about Nostradamus, um, for those of you guys who do not know him, he is a French astrologer and he is said to be one of the um, greatest fortune tellers of all time. And the reason why is because there's actually a difference. He doesn't um, fortune tell exactly. Rather, he um, created prophecies um, during his time. So he was a, um, what is the word? I think, okay, yeah, he was a prophet. So he is the one who declared public messages that one believes that has to have come from God because prophecies are set to actually happen. They are something with um, complete uh, 100% certainty that will actually happen in the real world. And um, funny enough, Michael de Notre Dame, um, otherwise known as Nostradam, uh, we now also address him as Nostradamus, is a French astrologer and also a uh, physician. And he is the most widely known seer of renaissance so they call these fortune teller people um seers because they are said to be able to look into the future glimpse into the future of every individual so they are known as seers so initially actually nostradamus did um do all of his medical practice um in the i believe it was the 1530s um i believe it was where he did all of his medical practice and he obviously developed a lot of it and um the issue was he is believed to have never gotten a medical degree as he was expelled from medical school. Um, so he never actually did have a degree, which made him end up moving 15 years later to another place where he gained a lot of reputation for his different um, treatments, which were kind of innovative at that time. And um, eventually from there on, he uh, realized that he had strengths elsewhere and he began making prophecies in, um, I believe it was like just like five years later of um, gaining a reputation for his medical treatments, he started making prophecies. And then eventually he even published a book about all of his prophecies called Centuries. And um, it was all of these like different, different prophecies that rhymed and they had different types of poetry, um, all for the point of seeing your future. Not just your future, but more of like the world's future or stuff that is set to happen. And um, astrology was um, reaching a peak after that. And um, he even uh, dedicated a huge section of the book to the current French king, which was then seen almost 10 years later. And um, when some of his prof uh, prophecies were actually um, being fulfilled, his fame was uh, greatly, um, how do I say this? His fame greatly grew. I wanted to say enlarged, but the doesn't make sense. So yeah, um, his fame grew and continued to grow as um, each of his prophecies um, started to get fulfilled. 
and even um, stuff that he says for current date um, and a lot of stuff in the in his book which are said to not have meaning are said to happen somewhere in the future so it's definitely an interesting thought that um, someone like Nostradamus um, as an astrologist he was actually able to predict um, certain events in our timeline that will actually happen so um, a lot of people have been doing a lot of work like reading into a lot of stuff he says where they try to determine whether he actually predicted the French Revolution um, or the rise of Adolf Hitler or even COVID-19. There are people who says that, like, yes, Nostradamus predicted this, Nostradamus predicted that, which, I mean, yes, to a certain extent, I do believe that um, some of the events which he actually did predict, predict have happened. But a lot of the stuff, I believe, is just us overanalyzing it. I mean, yes, I'm a hater, so obviously I'll have the bias of um, being against Nostradamus, but... It is right. Some things that we do have to see um, are told in Nostradamus's book, because from a world's perspective, even if something that like a person like Nostradamus said doesn't happen, it's always still good to prepare for. Um, because even like one of the things he said, like one of his pr- uh, biggest predictions was about space, where um, he said that there will be a, a huge breakthrough in space in the year of 2023. He did not mention the year 2023 exactly, but it has been interpreted to um, this year where the astrologer wrote that a light will fall on Mars, which means that there is an opening for a possibility, which is still very good because um, we're obviously going to want to continue space exploration with the way the world's turning due to climate change and stuff like that. Um, Who knows that uh, Earth may be unhabitable um, very soon. There's obviously stuff that we can prepare for, but we can prepare for stuff like um, stuff in space where we continue space exploration as it's a completely different environment on the whole. So it's still very good to continue research. So basically, that's what I'm trying to say, that even if you guys do know like certain predictions that are being made, in the end, even if they don't happen, there isn't anything to be upset about. It's still very good to go into it and research about it. So, yeah, Um, that's basically what I wanted to talk talk about, about fortune telling exactly or fortune telling, however you want to pronounce it. Don't really mind. Then again, not my cup of tea, but I think researching about it was um, very fun. But rather than um, actually like learning about fortune telling, definitely do go ahead and check out uh, Dr. Phil's um, episodes. I believe even Dr. Phil has a podcast. I actually haven't checked it out before. But I think he does. So, but I only checked out his um, YouTube channel. That's only where I like watched uh, Dr. Phil episodes. But you guys can explore for yourselves. I do highly suggest you guys to do so. It's such a good place for a lot of self-realization. <gasps> oh my God, I completely forgot. I have another segment to talk about, but it's been like 22 minutes. So um, sadly, we're going to keep that ep- um, segment for next week. Um, it's something that I've al- already talked about, but um, I feel like it's such an important concept nowadays for a lot of people. So definitely going to be bringing that topic back again. And yeah, I think that's going to be it for this episode. If you guys do want to see anything for the next one, you guys can obviously let me know as usual. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.